0: College Basketball Experience Opening Night Preview and Picks episode for November 7th on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds, Winbet is what you need to win. Sign up today bet a hundred dollars and get a hundred dollar free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's sports slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. What's up everybody. This is Cameron Krog from
1: Loyola Chicago Ramblers. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Shout out to the broad stop. Thank you guys.
0: Are now live, yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the season, folks. I am super excited. And if you're seeing my virtual background, if you're watching on YouTube, um, that is because this will be the lo- Sundays, is my lone day off, but it's no longer a day off because when the college basketball season starts, I'm here every single night, and so is this other guy. But if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby Swing and Dan, Dad, aka Pick. D that's not a pick. This is a pick. And I am joined by former, former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin. Wow. Wow. Just, just giving you those name drops. Uh, give it up for host of the NFL gambling podcast, host of the Ryan and Russia, Ryan McIntyre. How you doing,
1: Ryan Colby? I'm doing good, man. We are less than 12 hours from Baylor, Mississippi Valley state. So let's get into it, man. Oh, I mean, right, right?
0: Starting off with the bang, and when I mean bang, I mean, uh, let's just uh let me just give the the listeners the Mississippi Valley state wins uh last year. they were two and twenty six a season ago, two and twenty six, but they were actually worse from a win percentage than the year before or the year before two and twenty two the year before, so that was uh. Uh, I, 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 they went, they, they actually got a little, a little bit worse the year prior. They were three and 27. So they got a nice seven wins over three years here as they head to Waco. I mean, I don't, I don't know if we should just lock this thing up or what, but I mean, obviously Baylor's an incredibly talented team. They lose James Aquino. They lose Kendall Brown. You know, they, they lose uh, just a slew of slew of guys, but they return LJ Crier. They return Flagger. They got Keontae George coming in. This line just starting off from the top. It's a forty-point spread. And guess what? Normally, if you followed us in years past, I take a lot of the large spreads. I really do. I'll take the uh, the thirty-five if it's Gonzaga and San Diego or something. I a lot of these times, I'm like, I gotta take the points. However, in this particular matchup, that 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 welcomes us to college basketball, 2022, 23, we're going to start off with a bang. I'm going to lay the 40 points with Baylor. What are you going to do here? My friend,
1: I'm back in the big 12 as well. Like you said, it's, I know it's 11 AM tip in Baylor, but it's a showcase game because it's the first game. So I think Baylor's ready to go right off the tip and they smacks Mississippi Valley state. I mean, look, I did not lock this. I have like, by the way,
0: I have like, I I think I have 16 locks on the board, but I gotta be honest. I have like 10 fringe locks, but I just don't want to be insane and bet 30 fucking bets, which I probably will end up doing anyway. Yeah. But I got to admit, this was one that I thought, dude, Baylor's going to win
1: by 60. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think they're going to win by 50 plus, but I don't want to lock this one up just because it's a 40 point line. Yeah. Save, save, save our locks, you know, save our ammo.
0: Well, that's the first game nine o'clock here on the West noon on the East Mississippi Valley state Baylor. The second game, look, I will, uh, I, I have no problem just moving along into, into lock territory here because well, this one might be a problem. If, if you are uh, trying to say, uh, find the network that it will be on because it is the pack 12 network the Pacific tigers head to the farm to take on uh head to Palo Alto to take on Stanford. This one uh, we will, I mean, at God's eye, we get pac 12 network, but I know a lot of people, that's a big issue. Stanford. It's a gigantic year for Jared Haas a, 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 a head coach there. I think he's on the hot seat and um, Pacific. Meanwhile, I get it. They did lose a couple key players from a season ago, uh, but this is not far away. It's almost a little brother. And that's the thing. uh, That's something I guess I'll tell the listeners is that I like a lot of the little brother matchups, especially in November in November when you have, you know, even though Stanford's not some prestigious uh, basketball institution, uh, I do bet that there are players that play for Pacific that probably did not get the offer to play. Stanford or cow or in the pac 12. So yes, they lose Alfonso Anderson. Yes, they lose Jeremiah Bailey, but I think they return enough production uh, where I, I think when I saw this line, I was a bit surprised. I am seeing this line right now at 18, 18. I mean, I'm sorry. I have to do this folks it's just too many points. The WCC is, is not that bad. So I will take you to the land out under, I don't have the soundboard. So this is just literally me pulling an audio clip tomorrow will be different in the studio, uh, but I am going to take you to land out under, and I'm going to lock up Pacific just because I think it's a little brother angle. I think that it's just, I just think this line should be, if it, if I was setting this line, it'd be at like nine or 10. So I think it's yeah, that- way off on the line.
1: What were you gonna say? I said no doubt. I mean, who's Stanford to lay eighteen? So I'm gonna go with you, and I'm gonna lock up Pacific as well. There we go. There we go.
0: I mean, really, there we go. Look, we can cue this thing. There we I go. I just think that I really believe. I mean, let me see. I'm I'm gonna pull up right now the money line odds because I would not even be surprised. It's plus twelve hundred. I know that sounds ridiculous. First off, Stanford never lit, especially at. New, this is at 11 AM 11 AM on a Monday. Kids are going to be in class. They're not showing up to the basketball game. So not only will Pacific it's not a, a, it's not a far trip too. Stockton, California to Palo Alto is not a really long trip. So I don't even think you're that crazy to throw down a little bit on that plus 1200, because I think this could be a game. I expect this to be like a four or five point game, you know, heading down the stretch. So give me the 18 and a half i can't wait for this matchup and i'm ready to move along cuz we got a, we got a gigantic slate by the way we have a, a, a just over a 100 games we're going to rattle off here uh so we both locked up the pacific tigers get your bets in now next up uh, next up uh coppen state juan dixon is the he- is the head coach of Coppin state and i'm actually kind of excited of of uh with to see him in his uh, second season here At Coppin State, so uh, they head to Charlotte to take and that this game, by the way, is going on at 3 p.m. You can find that I think this matchup is on ESPN Plus, so uh, you can watch this one without uh, a lot of problems if you want to. What ESPN Plus is like five bucks, I think. So um, Coppin State, look, they went out and they were aggressive in the portal, and I'll I'll be honest, this is like a this is to me a fringe like I'm opening up. With one lock and two fringe locks, um, they added some some key guys. They got Sam Sessions from Penn State. If if you did not watch Sam Sessions at Penn State, this guy in the Big Ten almost averaged uh, twelve points a game. I think it was like eleven point seven points per game. And they return a couple of nice pieces. They also got Justin Winston, a, a kid from uh, Robert Morris. I like the. When I, I was a bit surprised on this line too because. I don't think Charlotte's very good. Coppin state's getting 10 and a half. I'm not locking it, but man, I could see Coppin state winning this game out.
1: Right. Uh, what are you doing here, man? I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to take the the 49ers here on opening night. Hey, you know,
0: this one, they, they probably, this will be at like six o'clock over there. they will probably actually have fans unlike Palo Alto. So I can see that, you know, it's the opening night of the, the of the season, a lot of excitement around. I know Charlotte, you know, not long ago had Mark price at head coach. They, they fired him. They've been trying to invest in their athletics that just like in football with will Healy so may, maybe you're right. And maybe this, the fans will show up and maybe this will be a game um, or, or, you know, Charlotte will, will ride off with it. But I just think Coppin state is a team to watch this year on the mid major front.
1: Um, no, no, that's not a lock. Is it? No, no, no. I'm saving my lock. Just like you are. I mean, when, when you have over a hundred games, you're like, I can't lock every single game up, but yeah, no, <laughs> I'm going to lean the uh 49ers in this matchup. <laughs> there we
0: go. All right. Next up we have uh Howard heading to Kentucky. This line is at 27 and a half right now. I took Kentucky. I think it's not even a horrible play to lock up to. And I'm not going to do it, but give me Kentucky minus 27 and a half. What are you doing here?
1: Yeah, I'm going to take Big Blue Nation. I I don't love it either just cuz I mean, it's hard with these bigger lines and you don't know about Chiway status, so but I'll lean Kentucky as well.
0: Yeah. Then we got a nice one, a little cross town battle here. And I, I look, I'm going, if you see my picks and by the way, all of our picks available on the SGPN app free to download in the app store, Google play store. Um, uh, You will, you'll see that we have every game picked essentially. So uh, I have LaSalle playing Villanova and you know, my approach, little brother, obviously Justin Moore is out. Kyle, Neptune era begins that always makes me a little weary when you have like a situation with, uh, you know, uh, replacing a legend. Normally they, I feel like, I feel like they will kind of uh, keep the starters in a little longer. So the fans feel a little bit better the alumni feels a little bit better, but Fran Dunfer, the new head coach at LaSalle. He's a Philadelphia legend. I'm going to take the 15 and a half with LaSalle and hope the explorers. I, I I think the number's right on this. I would probably set it at
1: 15 or 16. What are you doing here? Are you going Wildcats or what? Yeah, no, you mentioned it, Fran Duffy. He's got a lot of familiarity playing Villanova. I'm going to take LaSalle as well to cover the 15 and a half. I think they have a chance to win this one, but I'm going to take Villanova to win, but LaSalle easily to cover. Yeah, and and by the way, while we're
0: going through this, highlight the games that that you think you know you you definitely want to get eyes on because you know this is one where. I just like the, 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 the storylines here in this matchup, you have, you know, Kyle Neptune coaching his first game. He, he was pretty good at, at Fordham last year in his only year as a head coach, been an assistant at, at Villanova for a long time. Then you had Fran Dumfrey, who's a, a he was a high school uh, coach a long time in the, in the Philadelphia area. He obviously took to replaced uh, John Chaney at temple and did great, you know, had a couple decent runs at, at temple. Uh, before he was kind of forced out the door from what I understand now he's back. I know he's in the seventies, but I, I, I just love the storylines here and a little brother getting a shot to, uh, to, to play. So I, 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 I'm very excited to watch that game. The Pacific Stanford game. I'm excited. Cause I'm betting it. I don't know that I'm super excited from a, uh, from like, it's a sleepy crowd. You know what I mean? I, I probably, I, I'm going to pay attention cause it's like the lone game on, but, uh, certainly excited to watch LaSalle Villanova. Um next up we got uh IPFW uh, that's not an airport believe it or not that is not an airport they uh, that it stands for uh Indiana Purdue Fort Wayne they were actually good last season folks and if you don't know watch out but they are heading to Ann Arbor to take on uh our guy Noah Beenix Michigan Wolverines here um who, 15 and a half is the line. Look, Michigan obviously uh the big news in the offseason I think was getting Hunter Dickinson back, but I just think 15 and a half's
1: a little long. I I think it's like a 10 to 12 point game. Give me IPFW in the points. What are you doing here? Yeah, no, I see Noah Beanick in the chat right now. And watch out, Noah. Michigan, this is a tough opener against IPFW. Fort Wayne, I think they're going to keep this one close as well. So I'll ride uh the Fort Wayne to keep this within 15 and a half.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh the Mastodons. I mean, look, they were 21 and 12 a season ago. John Kaufman keeping a good program there in no Fort Wayne. Uh, so maybe that would be one. And and I guess that's one we should talk about is moneyline dogs, right? Cause I can tell you this. I am kind of on board with the money line dog of, of Pacific actually. Like I, I think I might throw throw some money down. I know that's a ridiculous, that's plus 1100 or whatever I said, but I think um, place a couple bets uh, on some money line dogs as we go through this. shout out to the chat moving along. I see David in there. Shout out to David, Jason, Shane Kenyon. Yes. Uh, he's talking to, Yes. He goes, I need that Pacific oral Roberts money line parlay. Let's fucking go. We will certainly go uh, next up. I'm going to take you to Queens, New York, Queens, New York, where Mary Mac, that's a real college folks uh, is, is coming down to take on Mike Anderson and St. John's who I am very curious to be, see what you're doing here, but uh, um. I don't know. I feel like St. John's getting a lot of hype, you know, a lot of preseason hype talking about the. They get uh, Andre Curbelo, They get, uh, you know, uh, just uh, Posh Alexander back. I believe this line is, I'm trying to, oh, it's 22, 22 right now. I'm on Merrimack. I think when you're, look, you, you, you're putting together all these pieces, hoping that it all works out. Brought in David Jones from DePaul. I mean, I, the talent's there to blow out Mary Mac, but I think this is game one. I know you can play a couple of those exhibition games. I got to take the points though. I got to take the points. It's been the same story at St. John's until I see otherwise on these gigantic spreads. I will
1: take the points. What are you doing here? Are you going with the Mary Mac warriors. No, I'm taking the point. Yeah, no, I'm taking the points as well. Like you mentioned it, like all these teams that bring a bunch of transfers in, I think it takes a couple games. I think it takes November to mesh together. So. I'm going to take Merrimack to cover just because St. John's getting used to playing with one another and we'll see how St. John's gets going out of the gates as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: Next up, we're going to go to Hinkle Fieldhouse, folks. This is one of the best stadiums you can go to in the country. Uh, It's where they filmed Hoosiers. It's where the, the, the real story of Hoosiers actually took place. One of the oldest uh, arenas we got as far as basketball goes in college basketball, uh, Butler's like 16 and a half. This is dad Mata's First game. If you listen to our preview episodes, I'm very high on the Butler Bulldogs. I'm a, th- I thought Dad Mata personally, I thought he should never have been fired. I thought it was a fucking joke. They fired him. Uh, but then not only that, I, some of the things that they did in the offseason, bringing in Ali Ali, who I, I know he might be dinged up for this one. I'm not sure how that will work out there, but Manny Bates from NC state uh, Jalen Thomas from Georgia state. And even, I even liked, uh, what they did with, uh, Eric Hunter jr. Coming in from Purdue. I actually feel like Purdue probably, you know, really, re- really regretting having him walk out the door right now is they're about to start a freshman at the point. But another thing that, that, that Mata did that I enjoy, or that, that has me high on Butler is he, uh, talked Chuck Harris out of transferring Chuck Harris averaged, uh, just about 12 points a game a season ago, comes back for his junior season. They also have Seamus, uh, if I pronounce that correctly, but I like the rotation. I think Dadmont is a, a a really good coach. Probably. I think one of the better in college basketball, I am going to lay the 15 and a half against new Orleans, uh, but I'm hoping new Orleans, you know, they have a big week uh, as they're trying, they're applying or they're voting on if they're going to start a football program or not. So shout out to new Orleans. Hopefully you do.
1: What are you doing here? I'm going to take the points. I think another team. uh, Butler's got a lot of changes. I think Butler wins, but New Orleans covers. I keep up, keep on with my theme of these teams bringing in a lot of new faces struggle out of the gates. All right, it's a far trip, New Orleans, Indianapolis. Let's go.
0: I like, I like the contrast here. All right, Uh, this one should be a dandy. And I got to be honest, I kind of went back and forth on this. Uh, Air Force heads to uh, Bowling Green you want to talk about potentially one of like the actual, like this one could be like one of the better games as far as like catching a buzzer beater check, uh, you know, catching the, you know, this thing tied up at a certain amount of time left in, in the game. Uh, The Falcons, you know, they have kind of been disappointing, you know, it's weird. They were 13 and 18 a season ago. I think the year before uh, they were projected to win the Mac. They haven't really Ever lived up to it. They've had some decent seasons. I remember one year, the uh, two years ago, I think it was, they had a decent run for a couple of weeks where they were red hot, but they still have been kind of a mess. Meanwhile, Air Force, you know, traveling—it's a pretty far trip there. Colorado Springs coming into uh, Bowling Green, Ohio. Uh, this is one I hesitated on. Bowling Green's laying two. I'm gonna go with the home team and the, and the, and just the team that's more talented because Bowling Green's got a veteran coach he's been there what eight years, I believe. So, uh and I'm talking about Michael Huger. So yep. I will, uh, I, I just want to trust the fact. I think they return a couple, a couple guys that started for them a year ago. Uh Don't love this play, but I, I, I am actually excited to watch this one. Cause I actually think this one could be one of the better games of the day.
1: What are you doing here? I'm going to lock up bowling green. I think, I think they're going to get Get off to a good start out of the gate and represent the Mac here. Like you said, it's Huger, veteran coach. So I think uh Caden Mathenia, point guard, I think they get off to a good start here in uh 2022-23. Doing it, doing it. Uh so I, I you know what, man, you're, you're you're trying to talk me into it, but yeah. uh
0: there we go. Bowling Mac-tion. Green minus two, maxion to start things off. Uh yeah, I mean that that I do think that's gonna be one of the better games of the day. Um Next up, you get Albany heading to Towson, a lot of hype around this Towson, this Towson Tigers program, the great Danes though, uh, haven't been great of late. They're catching 14 and a half as they head down to Towson. I know Towson's like supposed to be really good this year, but still 14 and a half. Give me the great Danes. I don't feel good about it. I don't have a great analysis on why, because when I look at the, uh, when you look at it on paper, Towson really should win by a lot, but I just think some of these mid majors, when you're laying that many points, I don't think that happens a lot of times when you're, you know, that's something we just talked Butler, new Orleans. Okay. I get that line. This one, you you get up to 14, 15, 16, 17 against another mid major. I got to take the points. Give me, give me the great
1: Danes. What are you doing here? No, I'm taking Albany as well. I mean, it's too many points. I mean, like you said, a mid major lay in more than 14. I mean, that's too many points. So I'll take Albany as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, I I am super intrigued though, to see uh, just how, how Towson does this year after last season, they they had some moments where they really played good ball Uh, up next. We have, this is a great game. I was a bit surprised. Not really, I guess I'm not surprised at the line, I guess, because Vermont's so good at home and Vermont has been a blue blood of late. I feel like in the mid major ranks, Uh, Brown comes into town. All right. And uh, Brown's record might not have been fantastic a season ago, but damn it. I watched them. I think it was against Carolina. I watched them. I think I I watched them like probably 10, 12 times last season. I was impressed with their athleticism for an Ivy league school. I thought, man, this is, this is one of the more athletic Ivy League uh, teams that I I can recall. They're catching 11 and a half at Vermont. Now I, I want the audience to know that last season I had a hard time. I kept taking the points with teams at Vermont and Vermont kept fucking them up. All right. so. Vermont is a very good program. I, I can understand the logic if, if you want to go away from it, but I, I am sold on like Mike Martin and, and uh, that, that Brown bears program has been pretty good. And he returned, look, I think they return a couple of solid guys that, that started major minutes. I think three of them from a season ago, I'm going to just take the points with Brown and hope they get just because it's the first game, if this was probably played in mid November, I think I would probably lay the points with Vermont but give me the bears plus, plus the the big number there. What are you doing here?
1: Yeah. And I mean, Vermont under John Becker, they keep a good program as well, but I'm going to take the points as well. I'm Vermont struggled with Yale last year. So history of struggling with Ivy league schools in November. So I'm with you. Give me the points. Yeah. I mean, that's a great game though, man. That's a, that's one that, 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 that's one that honestly, I
0: wouldn't be shocked if, if this was a close game, five minutes left in and, and you got to figure out, Hey, you know what, you know, c- could they win this on the money line? But then again, Vermont's made me eat shit a lot of times. So uh, I'll just take the points. I'm not going to do the money line play here, but, uh, but uh, I think that's going to be one of the better games uh, all day. So the Citadel heads to Clemson bit surprised by this line too, but the Citadel's been dog shit they uh, they're getting 17 and a half points in Greenville, South Carolina against Clemson. That's a gigantic number for a Clemson team that I don't, PJ hall's not available yet. I uh, I'm taking the points. I mean, Citadel's in the SoCon, they get battle tested every year. I, and I get it. You know, they're, they, they haven't been very good past couple of years, but I mean, they've still been chippy. They've still been chippy at times. So um, I get it. The, the brand new coach Ed Conroy's coming in. I'm sure you know the fact, but he's won here before. He's won here before at the Citadel. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I'm taking the points. What are you doing here?
1: Yeah, no, I'm taking the points as well. Citadel won at Pitt on opening night last year. So I was I mean, on they, that. Yes, <laughs> they got a hit. They got a history going to ACC. Uh. I don't think they're going to win, but I'm with you too many points to lay here with Clemson too much uncertainty with Clemson. So I'll take the points as well with uh, the good old Citadel. Yes. Now this is actually one of the
0: best games of the day to get eyes on Colgate travels to Buffalo. Oh, I'm intrigued. I'm really intrigued by this matchup because here you have Colgate. Who's been pretty good uh, really for a while. And then you have Buffalo, who seems to be a little bit coach-proof, whether it was Nate Oates, whether it's Bobby Hurley, now it's Jim, uh, Jim Weitzel and they, they are super athletic too. So I I am very intrigued. I know, I know they took some hits when uh, they, uh, uh, Jonathan Williams left and Josh Mbala, Maceo Jack, it seemed like the, they lost a lot of production, but I've always been impressed when I turn them on and, and see, and, and look, I, I'm, I think the starting lineup is going to be a bunch of young kids, but I was a bit surprised to see they are at home in Buffalo. They were they are catching three points. Ah, I think I I think I'm actually going to go Colgate. The more that I think about Buffalo's, ah man, but Colgate Colgate's not athletic, and Buffalo is super athletic. Um, all right, now you know what I'm going Buffalo. I'm going with the the unproven athleticism, but. Colgate Colgate. We've seen them in the tournament. What was it? Alan, shout out to Alan Cooley. Cause he had to sweat out. I was in Vegas when Colgate took Tennessee to overtime. Uh, that was a, that was a great game in March madness.
1: Uh, what are you doing here? I'm going to take Buffalo at home. Like you said, I, I love Colgate. I think they're going to be great this year, but I think the athleticism of Buffalo wears them down throughout the game. So I'll go with the buffs. Uh, there we go.
0: Next up. Next up, we got, uh, am I crazy that this line, I don't understand this line here in this one. I get it. Like, you know, green Bay is not a powerhouse. Not since the days of Tony Bennett, they were just five and 25 a season ago. Um, and I get it. They lost some of their best players. I think, uh, one of their best players transferred straight down the road to, to Wisconsin. And, and, and am I crazy for thinking, um, this line, Indiana state's laying 17 and a half. Sycamores are no, are no powerhouse in the Missouri Valley. There, 17 and a half Bo Ryan's son, will Ryan, the head coach of uh, the Phoenix in green Bay. I know they don't have a lot of returning players. I think I, I was doing my homework on green Bay. I think I came up with five guys that actually played for, for play has played college basketball. Uh, on a D one level, but that's a lot of points in a game where like I'm taking the points in green Bay. What are you doing here?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, who's Indiana state to be laying more than 17 and a half points. So I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to take green Bay as well. Uh, somebody's got to be good. Cause the Packers aren't,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and look, my, my philosophy also was like, I, I mean, you guys want to get really fucking crazy, a money line on this game. So here's my angle here. I think Green Bay's probably not going to win this game, right? Yeah, but the, if you bet the 17 and a half and then you also just put a small wager down, it's plus 1150 right? And my logic is this Green Bay's got a roster that is really hard to forecast. There's five guys that have played college basketball at, on the d1 level on this team, but they have not played together. and then you add in all of the the Jucos, the transfers. I think it's probably a hard team to scout and the unknown is in the advantage of, of the green Bay Phoenix. You look at Indiana, Indiana state, they can prep for them. Looking at what they had last year. Yeah. A few players are uh, left, but plus plus eleven fifty on the green Bay Phoenix, they might get, you might get your, you, they might lose by you know 20, but I'm saying, I, I still think they're going to cover that big number. Take that bet to cover your ass, but sprinkle a little bit on the money line, just because I feel like it's the unknown, you know, is that, do I sound like a lunatic?
1: Well, yeah. and You look back last year. I mean, no, you're not a lunatic, but like you look back last year, they only beat green Bay 81 to 77 on opening night. So they played a close game last year and green Bay was awful. And Indiana state went what? Uh, 11 and 20 overall. So yeah, no, I, I, I kind of like the plus 11 50 on the money line. So you know what? I'll lock up green Bay after further notice, there
0: we go. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. How about that? I should, I should go, I should go into sales. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> you sold you sold me right there. I was like, let's go the green Bay Phoenix plus 17 and a half folks. Yes. 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 Uh, dude. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. That might be a bet by me. I might lock this. You know what? I think I'm joining you. Fuck you. Yeah. Give here we that. go. Let's go. Let's opening go. Night, opening
1: night. Opening night. Phoenix.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. I just think that's. I always think that's an advantage. It's like Wayne Tinkle's Oregon State team a couple of years ago. You know. I know they didn't put it together right out the gate, but like, I. I remember doing the podcast previewing them and being like, I got no idea how to. Uh, uh, these guys have never played. Like they're all JUCO transfers. I'm like YouTube and a video of them dunking and like, it looks like a high school gymnasium. You know what I mean? So it, sign me up for that. I think there's a lot of, uh, a lot of opportunity, especially opening night, Houston Baptist. They're calling themselves Houston Christian now, whatever. All right. Uh, they, they were down, I think 70 points at halftime uh, in the FCS game. And they're an FCS team this past week. Uh, shout out to incarnate word for calling off the dogs and only scoring three in the second half. Um, better man than I would have. I would have kept it going. No, I'm joking. Uh, they're catching ten and a half at the airport FIU from Houston to, to Miami. I got to be honest. I struggled on this one. Houston Baptist has been terrible lately. The airport's not very good either. Houston Baptist is getting 10 and a half. It was just enough points for me to take Houston Baptist. I don't have a deep analysis on this one. What are you doing here?
1: I'm gonna go with the airport. I'm gonna lay the ten and a half at with the airport, FIU. So yeah, no, I'm with you. This is a hard game to handicap because both teams suck. So but I'm gonna take FIU to get it done here. Uh all right.
0: Next up, Idaho. Idaho, the Vandals heading to Denver. This game. Oh man. Bring your fucking toothbrush to this one because this this is just one that you're going to need to be fresh for if you're if you're watching this one. Uh, these two programs have been really bad. It's hilarious. I was just curious uh, while you were talking. I was looking at the SGPN picks page. Like I said, get the SGPN app. We pick every game. Someone here had the courage to lock up Denver minus eleven. <laughs> They're a better man than I am. I will take Idaho plus the eleven. I mean, I get it. Denver showed some signs of life last year. so I can see that. I can see them winning. I can see them winning this. Um, But at the same time, that's a big number. I mean, Idaho actually showed some improvement. Like they were terrible a couple of years ago, one in 17, I feel like uh, in conference, one of those years, but they went nine and 22, which was actually a step up. So I don't know how you can lay that many points with Denver. Maybe I'm wrong, um, but uh, I will
1: take the Vandals and the points. What will you do here? Yeah, no, I'm taking the points with Idaho as well. Like you said, I mean, who is Denver to be laying 12 points? So I'm going to take Idaho (laughs) as well.
0: (laughs) All right, we got a good one here. The Jacksonville Dolphins, you know, they just had their best season. So, folks, if you do not know Jacksonville, not Jacksonville state, which is located in Alabama, Jacksonville, the dolphins, um, they have a uh, Jordan. Mincy was an assistant at Florida. Took the job last year, 21 and 10 in his first year, that was their best record since 1986. They also bring back 54 points per game uh, back to their roster. They also went out and were pretty active in the transfer portal, bringing in Omar Payne from Illinois. Uh, Dylan O'Hearn from NJIT and, uh, and Jarius cook from, uh, North Dakota state with the Bison. They're, they're, they're headed to Cameron indoor stadium. and in one of the, one of the toughest environments in, in all of American basketball, but coach K is no longer there. John Shires breaking in his first game against a team that was damn near close to making the NCAA tournament a season ago. It's a good team. Uh, Duke bringing in perhaps the greatest recruiting class we've ever seen with, with uh, whitehead, Mark Mitchell, uh, Filipowski or whatever the hell his name is. Derek lively, Jaden Shutt. It, it's just a, an unbelievable recruiting class. They also went out and got a couple veterans to mix. Jeremy Roach was like the lone guy returning to Duke. They got Jacob Grandison from Illinois and Ryan young from Northwestern who 17 is the spread. See, this is the one to, to, to bring it back to the Fran Dumfrey. Uh, Lasalle matchup uh, against Villanova. These are similar to me because you're sitting there saying, "Man, Duke's probably going to they're going to want to body them." But I think Florida Gulf Coast can play, and they're experienced. Man, they play they have a lot of seniors on this team. Am I crazy? I'm taking the 17 points in the Dolphins. What are you doing?
1: Yeah, no, NT Nick isn't going to like this, but I I like Jacksonville as well. I think this is going to be a close game, and I mean. Shire first game coaching I mean is coach k there is he i mean what's his role? is he gonna be a hey, uh, let me let me in here or like what what what's the deal with coach k as well and uh yeah, no i like you said Jacksonville under year one with mincy, I mean they keep a good program now, and I think they keep this one close i I can't this
0: is one where once again yeah i i I'm really excited to watch this game, no doubt. You got the youth of Duke, which we all, I feel like anyone that loves college basketball wants to see oh, how, how's this class going to be? How is John Shire going to be? But also I, I honestly, a season ago, Jacksonville was one of my teams. You had, if you were to randomly text NC Nick, who was one of Colby's darlings last year, it was, it was the, it was the Jacksonville dolphins. This was a hand. Like I was ahead of the curve. I feel like before Vegas caught on and the line started to, to shift. Um, I'm on the 17 points in the dolphins. Another good matchup that I was a bit surprised at the line here. I, I definitely will have this on, on one of the TVs because I think it's a good mid-major matchup. Kent state heads to Northern Kentucky. Look, both these teams, we've seen them, uh, you know, I feel like they, they're both a, keep a good program. They win a lot within their conferences. Kent state's catching a point and a half. I was a bit surprised at that. Were you what do you think of that line just from the start? Were you a bit, I thought like to me, I thought Kent State would maybe
1: lay five. Yeah, no, I am locking up Kent State. Um I, I mean Rob Sent he they're always good under him. And and Northern Kentucky, they're a little bit up and down out of the horizon. So I, I, I like the school out of the Mac here. I was shocked at this. You know, Sincere carries back. He averaged about
0: eighteen Best. points a game a season ago. They also bring back I mean, that's another thing is like, they are a, a veteran team for the most part. Uh, Giovanni Santiago and uh, Malik Jacobs, all three, uh, you know, played major minutes a season ago with the golden flashes. Um, I can, uh, this is one of those ones that I think was a fringe lock for me. I didn't lock it, but uh, I can totally see your angle uh, of locking it up. So uh, with that being said, Ryan McIntyre locking up the golden flashes. I'm a little bit delayed here because I I'm not used to having normally I have the soundboard. This is like on the on the actual stream yard that we're using. So you know, bear with me, folks. Um Justin Casey in the chat saying, not gonna lie, College Hoops is giving me a raging boner. Let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> and Shane Kenyon saying, uh, Jacksonville Dolphins, let's go. Bring your flippers. I like that. I like that. Um Snowflake, right? Shout out to Ace Ventura. Uh, next up, next up, we go to uh, Lindenwood. <laughs> no, this is actually occurring in Dayton, but Lindenwood, the fine penitentiary that is L- Lindenwood just did. a. I just did a four-year stretch in Lindenwood. They, uh, they, t- they are brand new folks to the, to D one basketball. And they are going to one of the, the coolest, I think uh, mid major environments there in Dayton, Ohio um i forget what they're calling it. is it still ud arena or is it like wells fargo i don't know what the fuck it's called now but anyway uh lindenwood's catching 31 31 to life what are you doing here
1: <laughs> welcome to d1 lindenwood Dayton's about to whip your ass so yeah <laughs> no, I'm, I'm laying the points here 30 hey uh shout out to noah noah is the one that locked up uh denver He's, He's what, in what's the chat. what's his
0: analysis
1: <laughs> yeah. on on,
0: I, I I mean, look, Denver was better last year. Once, once they got rid of billups, I felt like, but I, I get it. I mean, I don't know. That's a bold delay uh, to, to, to lay double digits with Denver. I don't know that I've ever done that in my life. You know what I mean? <laughs> like They could be playing. They could be playing my high school team and I don't know that I would feel comfortable doing that. Um, but shout out to you. I've been wrong plenty of times. Uh, I'm taking Lindenwood plus 31, and I'm only doing it. I told you I like the large spreads, right? Lindenwood sucks. I know Dayton's <laughs> Dayton's environment is awesome. I'm counting on them to call off the dogs, and this is what happens with these gigantic spreads. I'm not doing it in Baylor and in Mississippi Valley State, but I actually think Lindenwood's probably better than, than Mississippi Valley State and some of these other schools. So uh, I will take the 31. I'm going to say like Dayton wins by like 29, 28. Don't feel good about that. Don't do not bet that one. Uh, <laughs> next, next up, I will take you to the land down under here. Uh, is anybody out there familiar with what is happening with the Jaspers of Manhattan uh, and their, their basketball program? Have you, have, are you familiar with this at all? Uh, the, the essentially their coach got fired like two weeks ago and he's a pretty decent coach. They were projected to finish. I think second uh in their conference and he got fired uh then a slew of people transferred and now uh i think the assistant resigned that they were that they were giving him the keys to it is a it is a complete mess uh as steve steve Massello was the was the one coach mm-hmm. that you know was with them previously but i believe now their assistant if i read that correctly on twitter today is out uh, a, f- a bunch of their players obviously i know uh West Virginia landed one. I am going to lay the 19 and a half cause they are traveling to VCU. And if you're telling me you're not starting any, any of your start, like three or four of your starters are gone. They, they left with their coach. This is a, just a, this is just a disastrous scenario going on here. I am going to uh, I'm going to lock it up Give me, give me, I think VCU might win by 40 and VCU is not the type of team to normally win by 40, but they play lockdown defense.
1: What are you doing here, man? No, make that two of us. Honestly, if VCU doesn't cover this, I'm concerned about them because you mentioned it, Masiello going mm-hmm. out, uh, Noah being in the chat saying Jose uh, Perez. He's at West Virginia now here in Morgantown. But yeah, no, if they can't, if they can't blow up Manhattan, I'm, I'm concerned about VCU. Oh
0: yeah. I think they're going to f- fuck them up, man. I think this is just one of the, one of these terrible, uh, terrible s- scenarios for, uh, for college basketball really. And I think that athletic director should be fired. You're going to fire your head coach, unless it's some type of scandal we don't know about. You don't do that shit two weeks before the season. You know what I mean? No doubt. Yeah, no doubt.
1: It's bullshit.
0: All those players, uh, I feel bad for them. Uh, they can't play this semester, I believe. So they have to transfer and, and play in January. Um so, yeah, pretty ridiculous scenario there. Great time for us gamblers to take advantage. I see the the chat saying, "Damn it, I live in Virginia. I can't bet on VCU. <laughs> Maybe you got a guy uh, in North Carolina or somewhere. I don't know. Uh, this one my
1: brother sex me that every weekend because they both live in Virginia. They're like, "God damn it, I want to bet JMU or something."
0: <laughs> Morehead State travels to Bloomington. Mike Woodson, the Indiana Hoosiers projected uh, odds on favor to win the Big 10. Trace Jackson Davis, Mr. Indiana's back uh, to, after flirting with the NBA. Morehead State was really good a season ago, but Johnny Broom, their star player went transferred out to Auburn. They're still getting 21 and a half. Whew. I'm on Morehead. I'm on Morehead just because just because I just I need to see a, a bigger sample size of Mike Woodson. And I think Morehead State, even though they lose Broom, I still think they they know how to play good basketball. So I'm going to take the 21 and a half. What are you doing here?
1: I'm with you. I'm going to take Morehead as well. Like you said, expectations as high as ever for Indiana. I think it takes a little bit as well. So give me Morehead plus 21 and a half.
0: Yeah, and uh, and by the way, folks, I, there's a couple lines where I, I I I am waiting on those. So you might have to just check the page tomorrow. And see what we picked. Um, anyway, next up, Mount Saint Mary's uh, is traveling to Morgantown, West Virginia. I mean, do I make this guy pick this or not? I mean, uh, Mount Saint Mary's is catching sixteen, and you know what I say? I say West Virginia wins this game. But damn it, that's a little bit too steep. Give me the sixteen in Mount Saint Mary's. They make the tournament. I feel like every couple of years. I, I think West Virginia wins by 14.
1: <laughs> yeah. so 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 everybody in the audience, I am obviously a West Virginia guy. I'm just letting you know I'm gonna pick West Virginia all 31 games. So <laughs> take all my picks whenever we talk to Mountaineers, although we're talking both Mountaineers here, Mount St. Mary's Mountaineers yeah. as well. Uh yeah, give me the Mountaineers. I'll be at the game tomorrow night. So I'll, I'll lay the 16. There we go. Smart man. Yeah. Yes. Smart
0: man the Coliseum. Uh, yeah. <laughs> NJIT is heading to St. Peter's, where, you know, uh, St. Peter's obviously the darlings from a season ago. Uh absolute darlings. And but uh, you know, Shaheen Holloway is now gone. Uh a lot of their team is done, is is gone from a season ago. But Bashir Mason is the brand new head coach. He was at Wagner recently. Um, and believe it or not, I actually I was actually impressed by him at Wagner. The problem is, is it's game one. It's game one in state team. I think everybody wants to, uh, to take St. Peter's uh, you know, people that don't follow college basketball. Well, NJIT is getting seven and a half points. It's too much. Give me the Highlanders
1: plus seven and a half. What are you doing here? I'm locking up NJIT and sprinkle some on the money line. Like oh. you said, everybody, like say Shaheen, always not there anymore, board, man. It's a new era, so give me NJIT, sprinkle some on the money line. There we go. On the money line
0: there. Where's my music? I got to figure out this fucking software. Let's go. Um and folks, if you're wondering what that money line, I'm going to I'm going to quickly find it for you real quick. I mean, let me just make sure I turn this music off or people will start uh, unsubscribing. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: uh, let's hop on over. Where is this? Where is this money line? I want to see this money line. I think it's, uh, I think it's a decent amount too, because I think it's I, but,
1: like eight fifty or something.
0: And, and you, you, you gotta think that everyone is going to blindly say, Oh, St. Peter's, they were yes. a sweetheart team last year. I'm going to fucking bet that. Uh, well, you're going to lose. You're going to lose folks. Watch. um, Nji. So actually, no. I'm actually. uh, I think it's. I think it's going to be plus five hundred. Does that sound accurate?
1: Yeah. The problem is there. there, There's so many games. So I'm like, (laughs) I'm scrolling through all these games. I'm like, where did the game go? Yeah. No. Uh. Yeah. I'm seeing plus six hundred. So sprinkle sprinkle some on that. There we go. Okay. Well, next up, let's keep going. Uh, man,
0: slate's fun. Niagara. Yes. They have a college and it's located right underneath the fucking waterfall. All right. They are headed to college park, Maryland. They're catching 17. Obviously Maryland uh, entering a, a a brand new era. Kevin Willard is the new head coach. 17 is too much. Greg Paul the former uh, Duke point guard is the head coach of Niagara. It's personal. They hate Maryland. Give me the 17 in Niagara. What are you doing here?
1: I'm with you. Like you said, it's game one of the Kevin Willard era. So I'll take the points as well. Northern Arizona, the lumberjacks are heading to Michigan state.
0: Northern Arizona, actually one of the more veteran teams in the big sky. They returned Jalen Cohn, the old, the old uh, Virginia tech hokey. They're catching 21, but that's a far fucking trip all the way to East Lansing. I got to admit I struggled with this one. NAU's been dog shit lately, but I feel like they were a little bit better last year than the previous two years. But 21's a, I'm taking Michigan State. It's too far of a trip, but but I, I I could see a scenario Michigan State's team doesn't have like you look at the roster and you say I don't know who's going to score. It's still Northern Arizona. I'm laying the 21. What are you doing?
1: Yeah, no, I don't love it. I'm going to leave Michigan State though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up Quinnipiac.
0: Yes. That's a real institution folks. All right. Know, Connecticut. Uh, yeah. And they're heading down or they're heading over to Rhode Island, uh, to take on Archie Miller. First game at Rhode Island. I gotta be honest. I thought about locking this up because I, I think Rhode Island's roster, even before Miller brought in some key transfers was better than what their record showed a, a year ago under David Cox. It's a fringe lock for me. I, I, I'm not going to lock it right now though, but uh, something to monitor on the page. I will lay the seven with Rhode Island. What are you doing here?
1: Me too. I'm going to, I'm going to lay the seven with uh, Archie Miller in game one in his tenure. Yeah. Robert
0: Morris heads to Columbus, Ohio, Ohio state's laying 20 and a half points. (sighs) I'm laying the 20 and a half. Robert Morris was awful a season ago. And I think Ohio state actually got some nice pieces in the portal. I will lay the 20 and a half. Don't love
1: it. What are you doing here? I'm gonna take Robert Morris to cover the 20 and a half. I, but like you said, I don't love it either. I just think Ohio state, some transfer pieces takes a little bit to mesh Sienna heads to Holy Cross or Holy Cross. Shout out to
0: them in football. The crusaders are undefeated top 10 in the FCS Uh, Sienna's laying one and a half, man. This is a fringe lock for me too. I think Siena is a way better team than Holy Cross. I watched a lot of Holy Cross a year ago. Unless they really brought in some pieces, you know. Obviously, they bring in players. When you get to Holy Cross's level, you, you see like JUCO's transferring and shit, D two players. So I don't, I, I don't have a good scouting report on them. But I think Sienna's a much better team. I'm going to lay the one and a half. What are you doing here?
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you, and and I'll lock it up as well because I I just think it's not much of a travel spot either, going from Sienna upstate New York, all the uh, only over to. Massachusetts. So I'll lock up Sienna here. You're selling me on this because yep.
0: I'm telling you, I watched way too much. Holy cross basketball last They're year.
1: Terrible. Yeah. Let's lock it up.
0: Give yep. me Sienna. Let's go. Let's go. Yes. This episode is going to be great. Cause with 130 games, it's actually like reasonable that we have 35 locks. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, next up we got uh, uh, what is this? This is a, this is a barn burner. Actually, this is actually one of the best games of the day. Someone asked me on Twitter. Uh, someone tweeted me today. What are the best, uh, the three games you're looking forward to watching the most? And uh, this is, this was my number one, South Dakota state at Akron. I know Ali Ali, the leading scorer for Akron transferred out, but both these programs, good. Both these programs have been uh, you know a staple of the NCAA tournament over the past couple of years. Uh, I mean, at least Akron last year, and then South Dakota State's had a, a few, a few, uh, really successful seasons there. And uh, this is a great game. Tell, I mean, uh, when I saw this one, I remember, you know, they were talking about scheduling this one to open the season, and I was like, I, I, I was going to South Dakota State's basketball website just to confirm that this was happening. Um, now it is interesting cuz Baylor Shireman the the leading scorer for South Dakota State transfers out to Creighton where Ali Ali the leading scorer for Akron transfers out to Butler but Akron does return Xavier Castaneda and Enrique Freeman who were both key contributors um, meanwhile you know South Dakota State went out and got uh, Wisconsin's forward Matthew Moore's Zeke Mayo is back and Alex Arians is back It's going to be a good game. I'm I'm very excited to watch this game. Um, This line is sitting there at four right now. They're Akron is laying for it was at three and a half. It's currently at four. I, I, I would not go much higher than this, but give me Akron minus four. What are
1: you doing here? I'm going to take the Jack rabbits just because I think this, this is two good programs. Like you said, both coming off NCAA tournament appearances. So I'm going to take the points. I don't love it because I think both these teams are really good. Yeah,
0: this is this is uh, I think one of the best games of the day, one of the best games of the day for sure. Um, next up, we got uh, we will we will go to uh, Saint Francis, PA. I was a bit surprised at this line. Saint Bonaventure lost everybody, man. Osuni and and and, uh, and Holmes. I think what they went to Iowa State. Lofton went to Florida. I get it. I think Mark Schmidt does a great job at that program. And I'm sure he's, he, he keeps, you know, uh, recruiting well as well and developing, but they're, they're laying 14 against St. Francis, uh, Pennsylvania. I'm taking the 14. What are you doing here?
1: Yeah. I'm going to take the points. I, uh, no, I'm not going to lock it up. I'm gonna, but I'm going to take the points. I, I thought about it just cause St. Bonaventure, they got so much turnover. Like you said. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, too many Some of points. these lines.
0: I'm all I was a bit surprised. I thought that line would be at seven, eight, something like that. But uh, Stetson, Ray Finkel's alma mater, folks. If you remember Ace Ventura, um uh they traveled to Tallahassee to take on Florida State. See, this is one where the line to me isn't big like I, t- I, when you, when you keep, when you stay in the teens, I kind of like playing the, uh, the power schools. I'm going to lay the 19 Florida state. They're too, they're too big. They're too athletic for Stetson. I'm going to lay the 19. What are you doing here?
1: Same. Yeah. I'm going to take the Seminoles here. All right. Next up,
0: I'm going to lock up a game. And, and this one I do think is like pr- probably my top five to 10 games to watch tomorrow. Charlton state. Tarleton state, Billy Gillespie is the head coach there. They keep it. They've been getting better and better and better. They had to Tempe to take on Bobby Hurley. I get it. Arizona state's talented. There's no denying that they've been talented every single year under Hurley, but I'm getting 14 and a half points. Call me crazy. Give me the 14 and a half sprinkle some on the money line, sprinkle some on the money line in this game. I, I think Tarleton's a good school. I expect this to be a close game. Like, I, okay. It wouldn't shock me if Arizona state won by eight, but or nine, but I'm saying like 14 and a half, this thing is off. What do you, am I crazy? What What do you make of this game?
1: No, I think Charleston States got a chance to win this game. Like they went to Gonzaga, Michigan, um, who will say go to last uh, Stanford, Wichita state last year, and they were competitive Arizona state. Like I'm, I'm not a big believer in Arizona state with Bobby Hurley. So I, I'm with you. I'm gonna take the points and sprinkle some on that money line. I'm trying to pull up the money line right now. Um, where is it? I, I actually I think I
0: have it noted here. Hang on, let me let me shuffle through my notes because I, I uh I'm certainly uh betting I haven't bet the money line yet, uh, but I certainly am. Um let me hop down here. It is uh where is this at? Um it is plus nine fifty.
1: Dude, yeah. that that is great no value. Doubt. That is no great doubt.
0: value. Get in on this folks. I'm telling you, take the points. That's what I like to do too. On some of these big lines, especially early in college basketball, I'll take, I'll do two different bets. I'll do the points and then I'll do a money line bet to cover my ass. Um, Tennessee is hosting Tennessee Chattanooga. Tennessee's laying 32. I don't normally like taking or, or, you know, laying 32 points. And by the way, did I say Tennessee te- Chattanooga? I'm sorry, Tennessee Tech. Yeah, Tennessee Tech. Yeah, the big, Golden difference. Eagles. big difference Big <laughs> difference. Uh I'm gonna lay the 32 with Tennessee. I, I saw the 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 scrimmage they had where they beat Gonzaga. It's regular season. Rick Barnes is actually good in the regular season. I'm gonna lay the thirty two. Don't feel great about this one though.
1: What are you doing here? I'll take Tech. I th- they'll backdoor it with the three at the buzzer. <laughs> hey, hey. All right. Speaking of live dogs.
0: Okay, so I've had this one. I've been I've been waiting to get this one. So the preseason favorite to win the uh, the OVC is is UT Martin, folks. UT Martin is at Pitt. Uh, Dior Johnson, the starting point guard of Pitt, punched a cop in the face over the past few months, and he is not available to play in this game. Not available to play in this game. They're getting eleven. They are getting eleven, and also. They are getting 450 on the money line. I was the guy last season that took the Citadel against Pitt on this very podcast a year ago. That hit, and they won on the money line. <laughs> um, I I would not be surprised if UT Martin does this. I mean, I get it. Okay, Je- it's a make or break year for Jeff Capel. But so they said that last year, and now you're telling me their point guards out. I know they got Nelly Cummings transferring in from Colgate. They still have Burton and Hughley, but. That's a lot of points, man, for a team that just hasn't been good. Frankly, under Jeff Cable, I'm locking it up. I am locking it up. Give me UT Martin uh, and the points here. W- what are you doing here in this game?
1: Let's make it two for two, and I think UT Martin's going to win this game outright because Pitt has West Virginia on deck. The backyard brawl. They did this last year where they had West Virginia next and they lost to the Citadel. UT yeah. Martin's going in there and getting the dub here. Let's go. Let's go. Eat- Eat shit chip <laughs> pit, <laughs> uh,
0: man, I'm telling you this slate is fantastic. We got a lot more to talk about. I'm rattling through stuff Valpo the uh, crusaders. I'm not going to address them with their other fucking name. All right. Uh, they're at Toledo was a bit surprised at this line too. Toledo is a uh, laying fort. So Valpo is catching 14. It's a big number. I will take the fourteen in Valpo, even though
1: Toledo is a solid team. What are you doing here? Yeah, yeah, I went back and forth on this one. I'm going to lay the points with Toledo. I think they're going to be pretty good this year, Um, so I'll lay the points, but I don't feel great about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I didn't lock it up by any means, but maybe I'm crazy for locking this one up. If there's a lock, I trust least, it's probably this one. But I just feel like I got to lock it up. VMI. Well. They uh, they keep it. Uh, they've been all right in basketball in the SoCon. They've been all right, uh, and they are heading to Richmond, right? Um, I get it. VMI got raided in the portal. They did. They they lost a uh, a bunch of their team to uh, to Chattanooga, um, but this is a little brother scenario once again. I'll pull it back up and whether it's, you know, I know Dan Earl left for Chattanooga. They're breaking in a new coach. I was quickly pulling up his name. Uh, His name is Andrew Wilson, right? Sounds like a president back in the day. Andrew Wilson was an assistant at JMU recently. He was also an assistant with Bobby Crimmins uh, a while ago. Uh, Shout out to the fans. that remember Bobby Crimmins at Georgia tech. I just think Jacob Gilliard was a huge part of this team for, for Richmond a year ago. And not only that, they were a senior ridden team. I know VMI, you look at the roster, and honestly, folks, if you look at their roster, it's very hard to project what VMI is going to do, right? Players coming in and, and going, and coaches' philosophies changing. 18 and a half? Richmond just lost a couple, like their best player since fucking Johnny Newman. And uh, I just think you got to take the points here. Give me VMI plus 18 and a half. And I did lock this one up. I already placed the fucking bet. Let's go.
1: Give me the key debts. What are you doing here, man? Yeah, I'm going to take VMI. I don't feel great about it just because of the unfamiliarity with uh, losing uh, coach to Chattanooga, Jake Stevens as well. yeah, he's, he's going to be great at Chattanooga in the SoCon. I mean, I well, I guess VMI is in the SoCon as well, but yeah, I'll let, or I'll take the points. I, I don't feel great about it.